From COK Studios in Diane Reem's Retirement Village, this is Consider Our Knowledge. I'm Connor Bentley. And I'm Dinah Jones-Mallow. On today's show, we'll consider the list of enemies President-elect Donald Trump seems to be amassing. We'll also consider some of the films you'll want to see this December with Fritz Hicks and Neil Thanatier. And we'll consider that we've got the funk. Gotta have that funk. Stay with us. Support for Consider Our Knowledge comes from Moss Feather Meadow, an all-inclusive wellness retreat and spa in the heart of organic hemp country. Book a week in the tantric sex yurt as a holiday gift for your partner or life mate. And Kringle and Ready to Mingle, the new North Pole dating app created by elves for elves. This is Consider Our Knowledge. I'm Connor Bentley. And I'm Dinah Jones-Mallow. President-elect Donald Trump has seemingly been unable to avoid controversy as he picks his cabinet, makes calls to foreign leaders, and tweets whatever passes through his gelatinous orange head. Getting the most attention recently is Trump's unprecedented call to Taiwanese President Xi Ing-wen. There are many foreign policy experts openly criticizing the president-elect's break with four decades of diplomatic protocol. It is also unprecedented for a leader who hasn't even taken office yet to take this much heat so quickly. Our own Trevin Motley investigated the political minefield Trump is navigating and how he has largely created much of it for himself. Donald Trump seems stuck in campaign mode, embarking on his victory tour, going off script with foreign leaders, and baiting his enemies with tweets at all hours of the day. It begs the question, is he more concerned with himself than his country? Yes, he's all about himself all the time. Ellen Volker covered the Trump campaign for the New York Times and says he's a one-trick pony who can't escape who he is. The thank you tour rallies had a lot of familiar features. The chance of lock her up, Trump's attacks on the media, and on Hillary Clinton. He's going back to what works because he is so out of his depth with regard to being president. Yes, it does seem that way. He's doing what he's done all along. Pulling focus from the real issues and baiting people so he can go after them on Twitter. Volker says that by cultivating enemies, Trump can draw attention away from his many shortcomings as a leader. He's targeted so many. China, Jill Stein, Hillary Clinton, Paul Ryan, The New York Times, the media in general, Mexicans, Muslims, the plaintiffs in the Trump University case, the list goes on. That's a lot of big-time enemies. It is. But I haven't mentioned his biggest one. Who? Saturday Night Live. After this weekend's SNL episode mocked him, Trump tweeted, Just tried watching Saturday Night Live. Unwatchable. Totally biased. Not funny. And the Baldwin impression just can't get any worse. Sad. Yeah, we barely have to work anymore. This stuff just writes itself, frankly. I mean, we put that pancake makeup on Alec and just shove him towards the camera. SNL's longtime producer, Lauren Michael, stands by his treatment of Trump. Yeah, we're literally just repeating stuff he's already said and airing it. The show is going to be on autopilot for the next four years, so thanks for that, Donald. I'm just trying to figure out what we should call what we're doing. Is it satire if it's real? I mean, you know, is it meta? Is that a thing? It's comedy, but it's real. We're in uncharted waters. Yeah. If Trump keeps his focus on what SNL says about him, maybe he'll have less time to ruin the country. Hmm. For CLK News, I'm Trevin Motley.
You're listening to Consider Our Knowledge. December is a popular time to head to the movies. Lots of blockbusters and Oscar-worthy films are coming out this month. And joining me to preview some of them are COK's entertainment reporter, Fritz Hicks, and the documentary filmmaker, Neil Thanadier. Glad to have you both here. Thanks, Dinah. Hello again. Guys, I think we should just get straight into the movies you think people should see this holiday season. Fritz, what's your first pick? Yes, yes. One movie I think people will really want to see is Assassin's Creed, starring Michael Fassbender, coming out on December 21st. This film is based on the popular video game series of the same name, and has all the action you've come to expect from the fast-paced games. Fassbender plays Callum Lynch and his ancestor, Aguiar de Nerja, an assassin from the days of the Spanish Inquisition. This film has a strong cast, which should hopefully make it a cut above the other video game movies we've seen before. My snack bearing for this movie would be hot tamales. Why hot tamales, Fritz? Have you seen Michael Fassbender, Dinah? I'm straight as an arrow, but he is a gorgeous man. I can't argue with that. Neil? Well, my first film actually involves video games as well. Really? Yes. It is a documentary called Sloth, about a corpulent, unemployed man named Doug Montcrief. The film, shot in real time, follows Doug for a period of two days. Wait, so the film is two days long? Uh, Yes. It has a running time of 47 hours and 53 minutes. But it feels so much longer, and that is the beauty of it. Doug's world is so bleak, he eats fast food, plays video games, watches Netflix, and naps in his parents' basement. It sounds boring. It is. Painfully, mind-numbingly boring. I enjoy films that push me to feel things that I have never felt before, and I didn't think that I could be that physically bored. It was exhilarating. There was one funny sequence where he calls a sexual chat hotline, but other than that, it's just one long scene of graphic human boredom. Kudos to the director and my friend, Francis Ford Bronco. You can see Sloth on Gwyneth Paltrow's new streaming channel, Glop. Okay. Fritz, you're up. Yes, yes. From the animation studio that brought you the hilarious Minions movie comes Sing on December 21st. This movie is fun for the whole family. Starring the voices of Matthew McConaughey, Reese Witherspoon, Seth MacFarlane, and Scarlett Johansson, Sing follows the story of anthropomorphic animals who are all hoping to make it big in a singing contest. Think American Idol, but with a koala and sheep instead of Randy Jackson and Simon Cowell. I see. I'd pair this movie with animal crackers and a light bubbly drink, like Sprite. I'm taking my wife Trixie and our daughter Bitsy to see this on Christmas Day. Ooh, fun. Neil, what movie will you be watching on Christmas Day? The film I will be watching has all the earmarks of a new holiday classic. From visionary seven-year-old director Timmy Gregory comes I Got a GoPro for Christmas. This film is a raw, unsparing look at Christmas Day in the Gregory household. From Timmy's point of view, we get to see an array of amazingly breathtaking moments, like his cat playing amongst the Christmas wrapping, his barren Aunt Joyce helping his sister Claire put batteries in her Shopkins tall mall playset, and his mother talking to his grandmother on the phone. 
So it's just a home movie of a pretty regular family? It is so much more than that. This film holds a mirror up to all of us and asks the question, Did Santa bring us what we wanted for Christmas? The answer for director Timmy Gregory is yes. Okay. Fritz, last thoughts. Let's not forget about Rogue One, a Star Wars story coming out on December 16th. I'm planning to be there all dressed up in my Jedi robes with all my fellow geeks, Dinah. I as well. Really? Of course. I have been known to enjoy a Star War or two in my time. Those films flesh out the complex human mythology in a way that is relatable to everyone. I also enjoy the lightsabers. <laughs> Me too. Sounds like there's lots of good movies coming out soon. Thanks for coming by, guys. Always a pleasure. May the force be with you, Dinah. That was Fritz Hicks and Neil Thanadier. That's all for this week's episode of Consider Our Knowledge. If you want more from the best-looking news team in public radio, visit considerourknowledge.com, like us on Facebook, and follow us on Twitter at ConsiderOurKnow. You can download our show at iTunes and at Stitcher Radio at Stitcher.com. Thanks so much for listening. I'm Connor Bentley. SNL's longtime producer, Dr. Evil, stands by his treatment of Trump. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. <laughs> you know what, Scott? <laughs> Scotty don't. Scotty do Trumpy don't. Trumpy do <laughs> oh. Shit. <laughs>